Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is a remote edition of Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. This music comes from a band called La Dama, which is a quartet of women who represent different parts of the Americas. The Ma part of La Dama is founding member Maria Fernanda Gonzalez, who is originally from Venezuela and performs as a soloist under the name of Mafer for Maria Fernanda, Mafer Bandola. And the bandola is the name of the instrument that she plays. It's a four-string instrument from Venezuela, which we have not come across before. So this will be an interesting opportunity to hear the instrument in advance of a concert this Sunday afternoon here in New York at Flushing Town Hall, in which Mafer Bandola will be sharing the stage with one of her heroes, the jazz pianist Amina Claudine Myers. Uh, that'll be Sunday afternoon at Flushing Town Hall in Queens. But for the moment, Mafer Bandola is with us to play a couple of pieces on this instrument from which she takes her stage name. Here's a traditional folk song in the style known as Haropo. The song is called Sumba Que Sumba. That's a live performance by Mafer Bandola of a song called Zumba Que Zumba, a traditional song in the Haropo style played on this instrument known as the Bandola Llanera. And Mafer, explain what the Bandola Llanera is. This instrument is a traditional instrument from Venezuela. I would like to, to share the, the shape of this instrument. is like an avocado like a pear, and have just four strings, two steel strings and two nylon strings, and you use a pick to play it. So uh, how is it different from uh, the Venezuelan cuatro? 
they actually work together. The cuatro is the national instrument of, of Venezuela, and it's all four-string nylon, the cuatro. Ah. But the bandola, as I explained it already, have two steel strings and two nylon strings. And the technique and the use of the instrument is different, too. It, the instrument has its own name, the bandola, and your name, your professional name, Mafer Bandola, it reminds me in Brazil in the 20th century, in the middle of the 20th century, there was a famous bandolim player named Jacob do Bandolim. That's you know, right. So the, you're familiar with him. Yes. Um, Brazilian music is kind of one of my first reference besides traditional Venezuelan music. And the name, as you mentioned, when someone um, choose your instrument as your last name, it's because it was just familiar to remind, like, remember you. Like, oh, this is the person, in this case, Maffer, the one who played bandola. Right. So people start contracting that. Uh, inter, like at the end, it was like Maffer who played bandola, and then at the end, it was like Maffer bandola. But actually, in Brazil, that means that you are a master of that instrument. Yes, and he was a master of the, the mandolin, uh, or bandolim as they call it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for now, like that, in, in the case of Venezuela, I'm one of the few female who play bandola. So I could stay, I will stay with him with the bandola as my slice name too. <laughs> that was, was going to be my next question was how, how common is it for women to play this instrument? Because, you know, in many traditions, it is traditionally a male thing to play, especially string instruments. Definitely. What is important to, to explain a little bit about the context where this instrument came from. So we had different kind of bandola in the country and I came from the high plains of Venezuela what is connected or related to here in the United States, we could say like is the cowboy culture, right? Mm. Where there's like cows, horses, chickens, porks, like all these animals around and the relationship with the earth, like working the land with your hand. So it's a really intense work and it's, it's tiring. So at the end of the day, male who were working during the whole day, they will arrive home their wife is going to be there, the food is ready, and they are going to pick the instrument after they have dinner to play a little bit and then share with their friends some of the spiritual drinks that we have, <laughs> spiritual drinks. Uh -huh. um, and they will like just enjoy the end of the day. So it was related to resting and enjoying the day. But, but if you were at home, you were not working somehow, so females should be just like besides uh. the party. I mean, it's not. it was not like something normal for for the culture to see women playing the instrument. Um, but then, let's say, culture start growing and happening stuff around, and that was understood as females don't play those instruments. But it was not something that was like cultural prohibited. It was just like, you don't play it because you, are, you have to do something else. I'm doing this with my friends. You... So how did you come to play the instrument? So recently, um, my, when I was two years old, I move with my parents. My parents move and I move with them. And I was um, most of the time at home until I was um, six years old and they were like, she needs activities around. I was really hyperactive. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow they found a school to learn uh, cuatro, Venezuelan cuatro. And then we went, there was no space for me to practice. There was a full class already. There was no space for another alumni. So then Someone says, well, but in the next class, there is bandola. And then my brother's like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so then I started learning the instrument when I was 
seven years old, I started playing the bandola llanera. And the content was amazing because I was playing with agriculture men. They were working from work, right there to play their bandolas. And I was, since the beginning, I was the only female in the class. And then my teacher was like, just trying, treating me the same as the rest. But and then when I decided to keep going and then decided to have a professional career, I understood that my reference were all male musicians. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started understanding more about what the question of why I'm the only one, and I found that explanation about the cultural theme. Well, this is interesting because it gets us into the next song you're going to do, which is a song that you wrote for the band La Dama for women from different you know, parts of the Americas who've all come together to kind of celebrate women making music. So uh, tell, tell us a little bit about this song, Agreste. Yes, the song Agreste is a composition that I did, I co-create with my friends from La Dama. Um, and it's, it's a rhythm based in the Afro-Caribbean uh, coast of Venezuela. So I composed this, this, this song um, to a love that I had, and it was like a heartbreaking moment in my life. And Agreste, it's me like a hard path, like something that is really hard to go through. And that's what in La Dama is happening, and you will listen to in this version just with my instrument, of course. All right. Let's, uh, we're speaking with Mafra Bandola, and she's playing the Bandola Llanera from Venezuela. Let's hear this live performance of her song, Agreste. Thank you. 
Once again, that is Mafer Bandola, and a live performance of uh, her own song, an original tune called Agreste, which er- she ri- originally wrote for the quartet called La Dama, but that's a solo performance on the bandola, the bandola. Yan- How many different kinds of bandolas are there? Okay, at least we had in Venezuela four of them. The one that I play is Bandola Llanera. The other one is Bandola Oriental, which is from the Oriente of my country, yeah, the east of my country. We have Bandola Central, which is the center of the country. And we have Bandola Guayanesa, which is from the region of the, the Amazonia area. Well, and there's also now an electric version because I've seen uh, YouTube videos of you playing a, a bandola llanera that doesn't have much of a body. It's just <laughs> kind of an, uh, you know, an, an outline with the strings and the neck. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was a, there's an instrument, the electric bandola, I get it in 2015. I was lo- not looking for something that sounds like a guitar. Right. I wanted something that sounds like the bandola, but electric, and probably will allow me to do something else with electric pedals and etc. Mm. Well, uh, now you're playing the acoustic version, the traditional version for us, and in Agreste, the song you just did, that lower string, boy, that has a really strong kind of bass quality to it. Is that one of the is that one of the steel strings or is that one of the nylon? The low one is a steel string. And actually, I use the guitar string in the bandola. The lower ah. one, and, and that's, that's part of the, the... That's a guitar string. It's a guitar ah. string, the low one, which is the, the E, the E string, right? Yeah. So I use it because that's characteristic of the bandola. Like, you use the low as a way to to make like percussion and really huge resonance in the instrument. And it's really magic about playing the bandola is because when you play it, answer it straight to your, your chest right away. Like when you like play it, like the, the bass is going straight to your chest. <laughs> That's bordoneo. The technique that I play there is called bordoneo. Like trying to emulate the drum. The classical guitar sound I've heard you do introductions, especially the, the piece you're going to do next, Pajarillo. At the beginning, at least the version of it that I've seen you do on YouTube, it almost sounds like a pretty famous classical guitar piece. I don't know if you've ever heard of Astorius. Astorius. In classical guitar playing, Astorius is a pretty well-known piece. Mm-hmm. And the way you start this song is a very similar kind of technique, almost like a classical guitar technique which doesn't sound like what you were talking about before where you play, you know, where traditionally you use a pick. So is that something that you, is that a, a kind of a, a new technique that you have brought to this? Well, what happening is like um, musicians have been able to listen to more music, to travel, to exchange sounds and start looking for the sound that they want in the instrument. And I've been listening to other musicians out of the Venezuelan traditions and I need those references because it's where I found a way to um, talk about my own uh, world in my mind as a bandola player. Of course I took reference from uh, like Brazilian music, flamenco music, Afro-Peruvian music, uh, Son Jarocho from Mexico, like all this music around, especially 
scale from from jazz from blues like all of them are around what i'm playing right well even in the first song you did for us sumba ke sumba you know there was a it was kind of jazzy and there's a little brazilian influence yes. you could hear all of that even in a traditional piece like that uh so this Definitely. this pajarillo is also a traditional joropo song right it is. The pajarillo is a traditional um, joropo that we have in the country. It's in 6-8. And most of the time, when you go to a party, we call, let's go to the joropo. And then when the singer is there, the singer asks for, play a pajarillo or play a zumba que zumba. And then they start improvising their own lyric. Ah. In this case, it's a woman talking about how she go um, through the whole through the, her own path in the Joropo, saying that she's singing, she's like the light in every morning, she's like the moon and every night, she's <laughs> like walking through the flowers, the flowers saying hi to her. So um, what I'm singing is, is the lyric of Rumi Olivo, an incredible singer in Venezuela of Joropo, and I'm playing Pajarillo, which is a traditional bass, let's say the traditional music that everyone knows to play around Joropo. All right, let's, uh, let's hear another live performance from Mafer Bandola.
Once again, that is Muffer Bandola playing the bandola, specifically the bandola janera, which is one of the four major kinds, as we've learned, of, of bandolas in Venezuela. Um, th- there are a number of uh, Venezuelan asylum seekers right now who are being, you know, sent from Texas here to New York. How close is the community here in New York of people from Venezuela? I arrived one year ago, like living like in New York, spending like a season, let's say more than one season in New York. And when I arrived, I felt the lack of connection in the community from Venezuela. So I have to go to a specific places to know where we're there. So I I have I decided to create a space called Peep It Is Nice um, that connects, like invite people to come and dance Joropo, play Joropo and sing Joropo here in, in, in New York. And it's been a way to connect to know where is the people, where the restaurants are, where the other artists are, where they bought the product for to make our traditional food. Right. I, was, I was looking for where I'm going to buy the arepas flour i need the arepas flour <laughs> so they let me know where to find it so recently this is now this year with all this wave of venezuelans arriving in here i started connecting um with the the people that i met last year to know where are they and and being able to invite them or even to offer um a, a connection of through the music it's a it's a big question, isn't it? You know, when when you have people who've been displaced from their community and they're trying to form a new community in another place. Definitely. You know, somebody has to, there has to be somebody who's the center of of things. And you know, it sounds like you're trying to do that with with your, you know, not just your music, but with what you're doing organizationally as well. So yeah, somehow I understood that music. It came from oral tradition. It was more, more than about playing music and just like be professional as a musician or sound perfectly. It was about the gathering yeah. that music brings to us. So just because I understood that, I was like, okay, probably that's my role here yeah. I'm in New York. And, <laughs> and I just have this in my hand, which is the bandola. <laughs> and it's the way that I can connect with people. So everyone is welcome to come. Well, that is part of the idea behind the global mashup series at Flushing Town Hall, you know, which is why you're sharing a stage with, you know, Amina Claudine Myers is it's, it's bringing different communities together. They do that. Uh, they, they've done that for years there at Flushing Town Hall. And this Sunday, it will be Amina Claudine Myers, the jazz pianist and my guest, Mafra Bandola, playing this traditional Venezuelan instrument. You must you must really be looking forward to that. I'm really excited and it's such a honor for me to play next to Amina, like even to share the stage, even to see her play. This is just an incredible opportunity. Uh, Mafer, it's been a real pleasure getting a chance to, to meet you and to really, really meet your instrument as well. Thank you for playing for us today and, and good luck with the uh, event on Sunday. Thank you so much for having me. Mafra Bandola performs this Sunday afternoon, September 18th at 1 p.m. at Flushing Town Hall with Amina Claudine Myers. If you're outside of New York but still want to watch, there are virtual tickets available to see the show live or on demand later. 
And you can see Mafer Bandola's instrument and these performances that she's just done for us on the New Sounds YouTube channel or right here on the website, newsounds.org. My thanks, as always, to technical director Irene Trudell and producer Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. See you next time. Music